You're listening to The Angry Mason, building a hot shit podcast brick by brick. I'm your hot shit host, Angry Mason Ryan, and here's my podcast partner, Angry Mason Dan. Ryan, we've got another guest host today, and it's not an honorary Angry Mason. That's right. We welcome back the OG PDP. I'm back. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast, PDP, Mr. OG. Oh, thanks for having me back. I missed it. We've missed you, Ryan. I hear cries himself to sleep at night when you don't guest. Um, Yeah, that's about every night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How things uh, been with you uh, since uh, your last visit here, Paul? Oh, things have been good. Holding down the hood. <laughs> what, what hood? What hood are you holding down? Palm Beach Gardens player. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we all grew up in Dequesta, man. There was no hood in Dequesta. I didn't oh, matter which that's... side of the tracks you were on. Well, no, oh, there wasn't a hood after we left. No. Pretty sure that's where I got hard <laughs> yeah. uh, with Dequesta. T-Town, Bianch. <laughs> Well, I had plenty of hard-ons there. Jeez, oh, come on. I rolled. Riverside? Seabrook? <laughs> Tequesta Drive? Come on, guys. You know what? I didn't give a damn. I just ride my bike all up in there. <laughs> all up in your shit. <laughs> I don't care whose neighborhood it was. I'll ride my bike. Fuck you, 30-mile-an-hour speed limit. I'm going 32. 32. Thug life. <laughs> Watch me. Nice. All right. Well, we've established then that PDP is a thug gangster. We got that from T-Town. Uh, <laughs> not much been going on with me. I've been nice uh, working from home the last couple of weeks since my fateful trip to frigid Chicago. So not much to discuss. Uh, what about you, Ryan? How's life been? Dan, mm-hmm. life has been so um, crazy that I just signed up for a new app. You know, that one they showed the uh, uh, commercial for during the Super Bowl, uh, that uh-huh. Bumble. Oh, right. Okay. How did that go? Uh, one match so far, and it's not great. So, <laughs> but oh, it's not okay. bad. It's not right. a dude. <laughs> <laughs> you think she may or may not have a penis? It's hard to tell. Okay. I'm not going to go <laughs> just assuming anyone's gender. Oh, you can't. Right, right. No. no. But I mean, what right. are you going to be? The bathroom police next? Come on. Well, it is a social construct, so. I mean, I do like yeah. watching people pee too. So, but that's different. That's way different. That's not scientific. There's a lot of phases in sexuality. There's a lot of spectrum of the rainbow, Ryan. So, you know, who knows where you where you fall on that? Well, so. sometimes it's more towards the uh, the yellow part. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I'm just kidding. I don't like piss. I'm not some twisted piss freak. Like I'm going to run for president or some shit. <laughs> I'm just going to call you Trump the rest of the episode. That's how uh, it's going to uh, go. No, no politics. AKA P tape. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry that you only got... Uh, you only got one response so far, but you know maybe you'll have a bunch of women on there soon. Yeah, you know it's that app where like the women approach the guys, so uh-huh. like the creep factor is kind of mm. nullified. It's like, but it's like a meat I'll, market. You're saying I'll still be creepy as fuck. The meat market, because <laughs> that's what you're hoping for is some freaky women. Um, I wouldn't be adverse to that. No, I'm looking forward to coming out to fucking Colorado during my uh, birth month. Yeah, I'm looking forward to both of you being here. It's going to be exciting. Hell yeah, we're going to do a special podcast. 
from Colorado. Y'all like, what? What now? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now when we go out there, we're going we're gonna to go fucking, we're going to have a good time, right? I mean, sure. I'll show you all around. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of national parks and uh, a lot of outdoor stuff to do around here. You're going to enjoy it. Dan, mm-hmm. I'm an avid endorsement. I thought you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I've only known you for like 30 years. So I wasn't aware of that. Well, here's what I'm thinking, right? Because I have my best friends with me. And uh, I mean, not all Wait. of them, but a lot of them. I'm thinking this is going to be a perfect time to have my never going to have a bachelor party party. Because oh. statistically speaking... I'm going to die unmarried, so I'll never <laughs> oh. have the chance to have that uh, that bachelor party that some people get, you know. So I'm calling it uh, Grand Junction. We go to all the strip clubs and <laughs> uh, fucking bachelor party it up. Um, all right, there's a couple of things here that to circle back to. One, Ryan, ah, that's sad. <laughs> Two, yeah. don't be so pessimistic. And three, I'm pretty sure Grand Junction has like one strip club, but we're in the middle of nowhere out here. One strip club. Yeah, if that. You know what? Let me uh, let me turn to the Google's machine. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, Grand Junction Strip Club, the one. It's called Fantasy <laughs> Grand Junction. Uh, you get all the best looking girls from Utah there. Well, let's uh, <laughs> you know, let's let's be fair. Let's, take, let's check out some reviews. Um, well, this could go nothing but good. All right, go ahead. Okay, so uh, as an admirer of the female form, I was excited upon my arrival in the Grand Valley to sample the local gentlemen's club. I was intrigued to find one in such close vicinity, so I got changed for a twenty. High roller. <laughs> And headed to fantasy. I must say, this place hits the mark between homie and gallant? <laughs> it's gallant. Okay. Yeah, right. but it was still gallant. Okay, whatever. Big city quality with small town charm. The beer selection was cheap and varied. I partook in the local IPA and found it to be bountiful and hoppy flavor. This dude's at the strip club is talking about hoppy flavor beer. Okay. Wow. Okay. It's aroma paired nicely with the perfume of the wonderfully talented dancers. Dude, that is sweat, bro. Holy shit, this guy <laughs> might be a perfume. serial killer. He skins strippers. <laughs> oh, yeah. she puts the lotions on. Uh, all right, well. Uh, I was pleased to see that some of them were willing to and able to hold a conversation all while performing their routine. Such professionalism. No, this uh, five out of five stars. Yeah, this, sure. this guy loves this place. Oh, shout. Wow. All right, let's, uh, check, uh, let's check another one. Oh, here's one. Right. Let's see Ooh. if there's anyone maybe a little tethered to reality there. So hey, Paul, why don't you read this one? This is from uh, Wuz S. Y'all need some thick girls. Tired of seeing <laughs> skinny stick women. <laughs> now, I actually oh. have to be a fan of skinny stick women, so this sounds yeah. like my spot. But um, what I like about this review is even though it's one star... If you read the sentence correctly, he has been there more than once, complaining <laughs> of the same stick women. Well, He's there's tired of seeing them. Only one club, Paul. So that's your only choice, <laughs> man. I seen all the best dancer that y'all got. Best <laughs> dancer, singular. Well, they don't feed them in Utah. Uh, they usually come across the state line uh, starving uh, because their sister wife. Uh, cut them oh, off from yeah. food. So y'all just uh, been eating Jesus. <laughs> well, sorry, I didn't mean to go there. Well, here's uh, here's another here's another insightful review. Nope. 
There is to the point. No, it's there's a period. It's punctuated. No. <laughs> oh, right. let's see. There's another. Oh, here's another review by a fellow named Pablo. You want to read this one? The girl's a shabby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Straight I think shabby. I think I've learned everything I need to know, and now I'm really looking forward to getting there. Oh, oh my god, going oh. daytime, dude. Oh, oh god. you know, I'll probably write my own review. Fantasy Grand Junction, where every night is Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> There's no shift change. <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh. when do you meet Lisa? <laughs> you gotta dance with one foot. <laughs> but seriously, you guys, uh, I don't really go to strip clubs. Uh, I stay home with my cats. Um, Y'all play catch with the yarn. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I, I play with the cats sometimes. <laughs> Oh, do you do inappropriate things with the laser pointer? <laughs> you, don't point, you don't point it at your wife's head while she's sleeping, do you? Even though that would be a great idea that you should definitely try and film. <laughs> you have to tell us all about it while you're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the best that she doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, probably, other, yeah. Otherwise, oh, there are no, numerous God, times. I haven't told my wife. She's like, what do you guys talk about? I'm like, nerdy stuff. I'm like, hey, well, you're not lying. D&D and off. comic books. Yeah, you're not lying. <laughs> you don't think she might, you know, look it up one day? We're on iTunes. <laughs> I doubt it. I didn't tell her the name of it. She just oh, goes, okay. As soon as I said D&D and comic books, like, immediately she was like, checked out. <laughs> Damn, well, we're trying to build our brand here. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Well, it's just one listen. Maybe she could play for her kindergartners, though. Oh, boy. Hey, she could have doubled our <laughs> subscriber numbers. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and get started here. Subscriber numbers. <laughs> Don't you look down on us, Paul. Patreon, bitches. <laughs> We're doing this because the unicorn ordered us to do it. It's not our fault. Yeah, I don't want to see that fucking unicorn. Hey, that's why I'm no. here. Exactly. Please now, don't. See that, Let's do our job and make it through this podcast. It's time <laughs> for Wacky News. All right, guys. Well, our first story this week, it's coming from China. <laughs> and get uh, this. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> All right, Mr. Golden Shower. Well, China... <laughs> is breeding an army of cockroaches to eat its food scraps. Scientists say it could be a catastrophe if they escaped. So there's something for my nightmare. I like, if they escape. You mean when? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh goodness. My uh, well, it turns out China apparently has a waste problem. The nation's burgeoning population is producing more food scraps than the landfills can handle. Um, News Corp recently reported that Beijing turns out more than 25,000 tons of garbage every day. That, Y'all are yeah. American now. Yeah, that's a lot. So uh, their answer to this, uh, some citizens have come up with an innovative new method of urban waste disposal. They are feeding it to the roaches. Billions of cockroaches are being farmed and corralled. Corralled? How do you corral yeah. a cockroach? At facilities in China where they're fed food and kitchen waste by the ton. Wait, so wait, so what, what facilities? Happens to, what happens to all the roach shit? So, okay, so you don't have food scraps anymore, but you have tons of roach shit. Piles of roach dung. Is that better? Like, 
Oh Can you God. make building materials with that? Or well, the food is beetles. The food <laughs> is dropped off before dawn and delivered to the roaches' cells via pipes. Uh, the company, <laughs> the company that <laughs> hopes to set up three more similar facilities next year, and they say mm-hmm. they'll be able to process a third of the kitchen waste produced in that city of seven million people. Oh my God! Yeah, that's. Mm. Yeah, uh, can you just see like uh, something going wrong and uh, a half a billion cockroaches just spilling out into the city? Yeah, I think they made a movie about that in like the eighties, like some cheesy horror movie, like the bugs or something. The bugs are coming. <laughs> I think it was called Joe's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, it gets worse, guys, because this farm manufactures a, quote, remarkable potion made entirely from roaches, which are crushed up in machines after reaching their desired weight and size. Uh, Over 40 million patients suffering from gastric, respiratory, and other diseases were reportedly cured after taking this miraculous cockroach potion. God, Chinese medicine is fucking whack. (laughs) God damn. Just... At least they're not fucking going after tiger dicks anymore. Wait, are they still going after tiger dicks too? I, I think they might, you know, and you know what? Things may be I... expensive and people go bankrupt in the United States, but at least motherfuckers aren't trying to inject me with some kind of crazy cockroach potion. That's ridiculous. Oh, and the tiger dick shit works for real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's uh, save that for a salty sea tail. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, staying with our international theme, a 23-year-old New Zealander named uh, John Casford followed through with a uh, fevered idea to steal a monkey from a zoo and almost died trying. (laughs) How did he almost die? (laughs) Well, first of all, he admits he was, quote, high as a kite when he bypassed an unsecured gate, broke through two padlocks and entered the monkey enclosure (laughs) at the Wellington Zoo. Now, he had it in his mind that he was going to catch one of the zoo's squirrel monkeys, uh, a canopy-dwelling species from Central South America, and he was going to take it home to his girlfriend. However, guys, the squirrel monkeys had other ideas. A cute little bugger. Oh, what did they do? No, what did they do? Well, uh, during the sentencing hearing... um, (laughs) um, (laughs) So we know it didn't go well. (laughs) It didn't go well. The judge said, uh, I don't know what happened in the squirrel monkey enclosure. The squirrel monkeys know. Uh, You say you couldn't find them, and I don't speak monkey. He says, what I know is that in daybreak when you were found, all the monkeys were distressed. Two of them were injured, and you had a broken leg, two fractured teeth, a sprained ankle, and bruises on your back. God damn. Those monkeys fucked his shit up, man. Oh, he's going to have to meet two movements. (laughs) Who knows what unspeakable thing yeah. He was asking for it. He probably went in there, got a little cocky, and by that, I mean, he pulled his <laughs> dick out. He's like, I'm going to feed it to one of these monkeys. Oh, get this. Uh, when speaking to a zookeeper about the uh, the issue, they said uh, the man's attempted monkey heist was awesome, ultimately foiled by the fact that monkeys are not, as it turns out, just hairy little children with tails. They are sav- <laughs> They are savage acrobats that will beat the living piss out of anyone who wanders into their territory unannounced. And in this oh. case, that someone also happened to be a wanted criminal. <laughs> oh my God. So just announce yourself first next time. <laughs> and then I guess they're good with it. Otherwise yeah. you end up with a broken leg and, and a lot of broken bones and, and the piss. Yeah. Beat out of you. you don't just show up, dude. No. 
Well, hey uh, guys, cool. If I come in, <laughs> I had no idea squirrel monkeys were so violent. Well, now I think we all know, and that's a cautionary tale. Well, uh, apparently police had been chasing John for a string of unrelated offenses over the previous seven months, including an unprovoked assault on a man waiting at traffic lights, an alcohol-fueled attack at a convenience store, and assaults on a Wellington City Council community safety officer uh, and a night shelter resident who refused to hand over cigarettes. So uh, he's got a seriously alcohol problem, uh, and he appears to do really stupid things, uh, in- including getting the shipped out of him by monkeys. How, how old is this guy? Does it he say is uh, 23 years old. <laughs> Shit. No, wait. No, that was Australia, not New Zealand. Okay. Whew. Not mine. <laughs> I think you're safe. Yeah. I think you're 23. Yeah. Uh, for, I don't know. It was around that time. Um, you know, you know but... I, if I heard about him getting uh, jacked up by a gang of squirrel monkeys, I'd disown him anyway. So Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's still that. come back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I right, love well, you, Paul. <laughs> for our last two stories, uh, we're going to go ahead and check in with Florida Man. Oh, it's like a recurring bit, <laughs> isn't it's it? Though? Unintentional. <laughs> um, the incident unfolded after police initially responded to a call about a possible battery, and they learned that the suspect had barricaded himself inside a room at the home. Uh, the suspect had added uh, had called out that he had a gun to his head and he was not going back to prison no matter what it took. Uh, so it started off pretty uh, severe here. Yeah, damn. I, I, I'm not sure how this is wacky. <laughs> well, uh, prior to his arrest, uh, the man's name is Macklemore. Uh, he was wanted by police for aggravated stalking. Uh, <laughs> uh, it reports that um, a stepmother said uh, he had held a knife to his grandmother's throat and threatened to kill her. Uh, but uh, what really got him in trouble uh, and why they cut off communications with him uh, is be- he sent them a text with Coldplay lyrics uh, threatening their lives. Wait, what? What has Coldplay ever been threatening? <laughs> he sent them, quote, lights will guide you home and ignite your bones and I will try to fix you. Apparently, they finally decided that was too far and reported it. Oh, yeah. Police. So like, if you text okay. me some Coldplay lyrics, I'm fucking you up too, man. Yeah, holding a knife <laughs> to an old lady's throat, that's one thing. No, you do not text out some bullshit like that. <laughs> we will swat you. <laughs> well, they called, they called the police, uh, and, uh, and the SWAT team showed up, and uh, he refused to uh, come out of the room. After uh, numerous attempts to lure him out, uh, the SWAT team was called in, and they deployed the big guns. They promised him <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Holy! Hey, bro, come out of there! <laughs> <sighs> so, um, uh, the uh, Pensacola police say never underestimate the power of pizza with flavored crust. Cannot comment on the rumors about pineapple being on said pizza. Uh, whatever it was, oh, yeah. <laughs> hungry Howie. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Boy. It was, in fact, they have a picture here. It is hungry Howie's. Uh, yeah. Did lure him out. Uh, successfully, he did not get hurt, so it was a happy ending to it. It was not immediately. <laughs> it was not clear if responding officers even gave him a slice, but they did deliver him <laughs> charges of resisting an officer without violence and oh. aggravated stalking. That'd be torture if they didn't even give him a slice. They just ate it in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking Spicoli just style. The, yeah, just the crust too. Just only eating Through the, the rest crust. of the ground. <laughs> Here you go, you little. Here, fucking cockroaches. <laughs> We're shipping this shit to China. 
I guess the uh, moral of the story there is uh, don't text people Coldplay lyrics threateningly because that will get you no. that will get you only the promise of pizza. Really? Do do I also have to point out not to hold a knife to old ladies' throats? No, it's the Coldplay shit, you guys. <laughs> That's that shit's egregious. <laughs> it is. I mean, he had to seek out the lyrics <laughs> and then <laughs> transcribe them through via text. He might have known them by heart. That's even worse. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible enough that someone thought this music is so good, we should record it. <laughs> That's truly a symptom of a disease. Not you. You know, I I always kind of liked Coldplay guys. This fucking guy. <laughs> Do you listen to it while you're with your cats? <laughs> yeah, it calms them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I probably shouldn't have said all that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, it really calms his cats, man. They got the cats. You look like you had a rough fucking day. <laughs> that sunbeam didn't come through. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna hook you cats up. All right, well, let's move on. Our next story uh, also comes from Florida, uh, although it is from Tallahassee, Florida, uh, which is the armpit of the state. You know how to get to Tallahassee from mm-hmm. South Florida? Mm. You walk north till you smell it, and then west till you step in it. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah well, everyone knows uh, how we feel about Tallahassee, but apparently uh, Jared Simpson, who's 23 year- years old and uh, from Maine. Um, so here's here's how it all started. Uh, the incident unfolded around 4 p.m. Uh, when uh, Simpson tottered into the bar on crutches, ordered a Bud Light uh, and then offered the bartender a rock to cover his ten dollar tab. <laughs> a fucking rock. There's not a cover it. This is like the Charlie Brown fucking Halloween episode. <laughs> what did he want to change? <laughs> Yo, can you break it up for me, dude? You got some gravel. You ain't taking when, all uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> it gets weirder. Uh, when the staffer rejected the pebbles, an acceptable uh, form of payment, the uh, 23-year-old Mainer tossed a torn dollar bill at a female employee and said he would pay, quote, in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I like that the other ways are like acceptable <laughs> form of tender. I think oh. I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, while he was there, he reportedly boasted to uh, another patron that uh, he was shot up in the war. Uh, but uh, when the uh, man who turned out to be a veteran inquired what branch he had served in, the twenty-three-year-old replied, "If I tell you, I have to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> Just, just ah. that part. Yeah. <laughs> what branch it's, were you in? It's the secret one. <laughs> it's fucking space branch. Yeah. <laughs> After his rock for beer barter failed, uh, the suspect allegedly left the bar without the aid of crutches and then returned carrying a credit card, which of course did not work. So uh, then he left the bar again, only to return later, dressed in a gray suit and carrying a briefcase. Uh, one eyewitness later told police he overheard Simpson speaking in tongues. <laughs> Jesus fuck! Oh my god! Oh, yeah, fucking no, we, you know, Florida. We need our own like Statue of Liberty. Like, send us your fucked in the heads, your schizophrenics, your fucking junkies. <laughs> well, uh, the situation took an unexpected turn. Uh, only then was it unexpected. When Jared Simpson placed his briefcase on a booth table, opened it, then closed it and locked it before backing away from the bag while holding a cell phone and a beeper in his hands. First of all, where the fuck did he get a beeper? <laughs> <laughs> 
He drives to 1992. <laughs> I guess. Well, he then warned everyone in the bar, quote, anyone touch this, they will die. <laughs> Y'all touch this antiquated technology. <laughs> God, what is the other against this bar? <laughs> I, well, of course, they thought he must have a bomb. Uh, so uh, bar staff and patrons immediately fled the premises. Once outside, Simpson was observed. A police officer responded to the scene, approached Simpson, and asked him what was inside the briefcase he left in the bar. Uh, According to the affidavit, Simpson replied with a smile, maybe a bomb or a baby. (laughs) 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 He then broke into an improvised song about he was a rainbow man and how he will not comply with law enforcement requests. (laughs) Okay, I take it back. I I don't like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> In response to officers' repeated questions about the bag, he said, I am my own master. I answer to myself. No police have the right to ask questions. So a bomb squad was called to the, to the scene, uh, and they examined the briefcase and determined neither one contained uh, explosives. What was in it? Now I got to know. <laughs> it sounds like the same uh, briefcase from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Uh, well, they talk here about his social media accounts, uh, and uh, on this accounts, apparently, he shared with his friends how one time he snuck into a Best Western to use a computer, uh, how he performed an impromptu duet with a piano player at a Florida hotel, and how he celebrated Valentine's Day by having sex with a girl he met at Wendy's after he bought her a Frosty. <laughs> that must have been Florida. Yeah. <laughs> when asked by one of his concerned friends what he was on, Simpson replied, drugs and hugs. <laughs> <laughs> But mostly drugs. <laughs> drugs and hugs, baby. <laughs> uh, so that flacca. <laughs> well, uh, Simpson's bond has been set at $30,500. Uh, a judge has ordered that he undergo a psychiatric evaluation before he's eligible to bail out. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So th- these are the type of people that uh, are still in Florida, Ryan. All the more reason for you to head over to Colorado and maybe stay here. Yeah, yeah, I'm just waiting for my apartment to get destroyed in a fucking hurricane again, and I'll be right out. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen, uh, but when you live in Florida, it could literally happen at any moment during hurricane season. So, uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and move on. And guys, I had a great idea for a segment. I thought since you've both been in the Navy, we'd talk a little bit about sailing. Now, between the two of you guys, you've got years on the open seas. Why don't you tell the listeners everything you know about sailing? Man, I was on an aircraft carrier. I don't fucking know sails. Oh, I mean, they don't they don't, they don't train you on sailboats first, you know? Maybe no, move you up to an aircraft carrier? <laughs> <laughs> train you on sailboats first, though. No. We don't like, go boating on the lake. That would be the slowest progression ever. <laughs> All right, before we let you on this multi-billion dollar We're starting with the sailboat. You get your ass on a trireme and fucking battle that around. Get your ass on a Hobie cat. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, you know, I guess guess maybe I should have talked to you guys about this before we we jumped into it, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. You know what, uh, Paul, why don't don't you save us with A Salty Tale from the Sea by PDP. When you're first in the military, the first thing you're going to do is going to be like really shitty work. 
um, I didn't realize this, but you know, pretty quickly, you know what I mean? I came to that realization after like the first day and a half, I'm just wiping down bulkheads, which are, which are the walls. And my supervisor at the time, BM3 Bush, he's just a complete dick, like kind of relishing in the opportunity to tell someone what to do. You know what I mean? The quintessential bully. So I'm already, this is already pissing me off that I'm, that I got to do this work. And then to have the supervisor really kind of relishing and rubbing your nose in it a little. So a couple days later, this other uh, dude checks on board. His name is Victor. Me and him become really fast friends because we're you know in the same situation. Both checked on board around the same time, a couple days apart. Both starting out, you know, me our military career doing some bullshit work like wiping down fucking walls. So after a couple days of doing this, Victor's like. Man, I'm I'm really fucking sick of uh BM3 Bush, man. He's just a dick. He's like, let's fuck him up. I'm like, well, Victor, <laughs> one, I'm not that dude that's gonna go around fighting everyone. <clears throat> Two, you cannot beat up the supervisor. Like he ranks higher than us. It's a great way to I get I feel like you get in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. So we devised this plan of revenge where we were gonna take our socks off each night after working in them eight, nine, ten hours a day. Oh no. All these things, they're wet, soaked with sweat, stink. I mean, if you want to say foot and ass, it's worse than that smell. Well, we would take him and put him in his pillowcase, but in the zipper part, the case that actually... So it's a little difficult, you know what I mean, to find it. And the funny part is, Victor had been wearing, just to make it smell even worse, my boy Victor had been wearing his socks two days in a row. Oh, that's (laughs) Right? So about, this lasted for about five days. Until, until, until uh, BM3 Bush figured out that the smell's coming from him, from his rack. The whole time he's yelling to every one of y'all smells like fucking ass. Y'all stink. It was him. And then, <laughs> then my boy Victor actually had to go um, to medical to get his foot looked at because it got infected from wearing dirty socks. So. Oh, no. Yes, yeah. he wanted to he stink him up more. Foot. He got trench foot from it. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> now that's committing to a pit. Oh, it is. It is. But it was really the only way we could get back at him. <laughs> <laughs> you never found out it was y'all? No, no. We heard him. And finally, he figures it out. He goes, oh, which money motherfucker is putting your fucking nasty shit in my pillowcase? Blah, blah, blah. And we were, we were sleeping uh, several areas down from where he was so we were just kind of laughing to ourselves <laughs> oh my god how um, much trouble could he got in if he found out who it was oh he i don't know he probably wouldn't want to tell anyone else admit it to someone higher up to get us in more trouble so he would probably try and work us a little harder but it yeah. would be embarrassing for him to tell his own super to tell someone that could really get us in trouble <laughs> Yeah, how do you go to it? Man, they put dirty socks on my pillow and like five days I was sleeping on their dirty yeah. ass socks. And then you gotta like watch the, your boss laugh at you. First of all, you need to take a shower because your head stank. Stank. <laughs> like, is that that smell you got in here? But Damn, I thought your ass just stink. But Victor's first uh reaction was let's whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> He had been on board two days. <laughs> yeah. Already wanted to fight the supervisor. That's whoop his ass. It oh. seems like you attracted uh, um, maybe some of the crazier people on the boat to hang out with, Paul. What? Well, what it was? I was I was pissed. I was already fighting with the supervisor already, so it wasn't as much as I was. You know, I mean, found these dudes out as 
they put me with them. <laughs> They're like, oh, these people act a little bit like you. <laughs> <laughs> You're working with them now. <laughs> you know what? That's That sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for sharing another one of your salty uh, sea stories there. I know you've got a lot more of those in reserve, so uh, I'm looking forward to hearing some more about uh, life on the open sea. Even though I'm a little disappointed, you don't know how to sail. You know, I, I have some of those stories too, Dan. So let's go ahead and move on then and talk about a little bit of football. I got salty tales from the sea. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) No one wants to hear that. Nobody got time for that. All right, all right. So, guys, uh, the NFL season just ended a few weeks ago uh, after the travesty that was the Super Bowl. Uh, but uh, I'm already going through a little bit of football withdrawal, and the AAF is not uh, is not doing it for me. So um, there has been a little bit of news from the NFL Combine. Oh, yes, the NFL Combine, where grown men take a look at college-aged men just a little too intently. Yeah, well, uh, that brings us to our first subject. That's uh, quarterback Kyler uh, Kyler Murray, who has decided to forego a major league baseball career and head to the NFL. Uh, guys, he uh, we have exact measurements on his body, Ryan. That'll make you excited. He's five <laughs> foot ten inches, uh, five foot ten and one eighth inches, which somehow is actually taller than some people thought he was. Yeah, honestly, I thought he was going to clock in about like five, nine and a half ish or something. But yeah, I think like... they let him wear platform shoes or like <laughs> uh, stand on his tiptoes or like. I, I, no, no, about? these these guys try to get him as naked as possible. <laughs> hey now, whether or not it was for nefarious means, I don't know. You know, it's weird. I have not, I've not seen that part of the NFL Combine. I'm glad ESPN decides not to televise that. Kyler Murray, five foot ten, one eighth. Uh, you know, some people are even saying the uh, Arizona Cardinals should take him with the first pick of the draft. Uh, I think that's a little crazy, considering they just drafted a quarterback. What do you guys think? I think that if they pass pass up on uh, that Bosa kid from Ohio State, yeah, they deserve whatever happens to him. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you're just getting a need that you don't you don't really have, right? Yeah, I mean. Give Josh Rosen a chance. He was a rookie last year. He didn't even start all the games. No, you're going to have a new coach. New coach, new system. But the new coach and the new system, he kind of runs, you know, offenses like they did in the Big 12. Where sure, Kyler sure, sure. And Big 12 quarterbacks have had success in the NFL early in their career. Surprisingly, because yeah. they do not play defense in the Big 12. No. and what To me, it makes it seem like the NFL is slowly, I shouldn't say slowly, but it is changing to – quarterbacks that can extend plays with their feet and then throw the ball downfield coming more of an open game yeah i mean russell wilson kind of set the blueprint for that oh sure yeah he's not the first to do it by far but he's kind of popularized it yeah you mentioned doug flutie one more time motherfucker see what happens (laughs) (laughs) and it seems coaches are more willing to shape the offense around the quarterback rather than your more traditional coach who is going to force the quarterback into their system no matter what. 
Well, the a lot, there was a lot of talk and a lot of mock drafts before the combine that had the Dolphins trading up and grabbing Kyler Murray. Uh, now that his stock seems to be rising a bit, do you think that actually hurts the Dolphins' chance of getting him, or do I they mean, even need to? I wouldn't. I wouldn't reach for him. No, I mean that'd be stupid. Odd pass too. They have yeah. more pressing needs. Yeah, they have needs all over, in offensive and defensive side of the ball. If it really is a rebuilding year. You don't want a, a rookie quarterback to come in and, and face that, and it's probably no. going to damage him psychologically for the rest of his career. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. they have needs in positions where someone could come and make a contrib- contribution their first year. Yeah. This kid's going to have to learn at least for several weeks at the minimum. Yeah. So just don't bother with it this year. If you can pick up like a, a Will Greer in the second or third round. Hey, if he, yeah, that's great. Yeah. He's but got no, upside. He's got yeah. a freaking arm. But don't reach for fucking tiny ass Kyler Murray. <laughs> I say tiny ass. He's oh, like, hey, hold so me close. You guys or, think? Hold me you close. Think they tiny should, uh, <laughs> oh no! You think they should uh, tank for Twa then? <clears throat> uh, Twa or uh, that kid out of Oregon? Yeah. Um, basically, there's going to be a lot more options next year's draft. Or just wait for the Hanson girl to come out of Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's a girl. He just looks like a beautiful lady. <laughs> it's um, Bop. I remember that song. <laughs> well, that would be good. like the next year. That would be the next year. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, so, oh, they got to suck that's for a, a couple years. Wait. Yeah, yeah, and and that's just it. Uh, just like what happened when the Colts beat them. Uh, in you know, in the oh, suck the for luck. Suck for luck. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just winning one or two games can actually uh, hurt your chances overall. So. Oh, no. And, I mean, yeah, the Dolphins will be good to forego a quarterback this year for sure, right? Start yeah. uh, start yeah. fails. Fail with fails for the year. That's our new yeah. motto. Yeah. While we're on the subject of the combine, I mean, I, okay, this is probably fucked up for me to say. Like, I'm not going to say that a, a, a group of mostly African-American men being scrutinized – so heavily by old white men. <laughs> I'm not saying it's like a slave auction, right? But can we admit that it's like slave auction adjacent? Definitely ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I get it. They're, they're, they're voluntarily, they're going to get a big payday. Yeah, I get that. But just the whole feels kind of, I don't know, janky. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now to play devil's ad- advocate here, they, um, you know, that, that's a hard, tough thing to say, Ryan. And, uh, you know, these guys, like you said, they're there because they want to be there. They're there for a huge payday and it doesn't matter what color they are. If they're white or black, they still have to go through this process. I mean, it is, uh, it is about athletics at the end of the day, right? So this uh, is true. maybe, maybe you're just reading too much into it. No, it's adjacent. Yeah, I, 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 there, I definitely think there's something there. You know what I mean? All right. Particularly, okay, well. the ownership is all. Yeah. No, I, I hope I don't offend anyone with that. I mean, I probably will. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, you you, you Send will, your hate mail okay. to angrymasons at catlover.com. Fucking yes, cat that's lover. right. Catlover.com. I, I mean, mean, if you want to talk does, about slavery, does no, have, we don't. <laughs> well, I mean, you talk about the feel. NCAA because they don't even get paid, you know, and they're risking their life and limb there. Oh, that's okay. even worse. Uh, and, and they get and they get nothing out of it. You know, they could uh, have a career-ending injury, and and uh, and that's the end of it. So, okay, I know I opened the can of worms, but let's not just go throwing 
slavery all about willy nilly. All right. <laughs> you open up a can yeah. of Chinese cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put them back. Put them back. Well, Feed them through right. the cockroaches. Hey, they're going to be Speak- corralling them in China, apparently. <laughs> the combine, though, was not the big NFL story of the week. Uh, the big NFL story was actually about one of those rich white owners you were talking about, Ryan, and that would be the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, who was arrested in our hometown of Jupiter, Florida, uh, for soliciting a prostitute. First of all, I didn't even know that we had a Jack Shack in our area. No. A <laughs> Jack Shack. You know, like how how am I? Uh, oh, because I ne- rarely set foot outside of my apartment. But <laughs> it's, it's definitely true. it's not in the welcome guide for sure. No, I mean you think it'd be on the website. Oh yeah, it's like come on down, we'll jack you. <laughs> I well, remember back uh, in the day they had uh, uh, ads of the paper for body shampoos. Yeah, I remember that. I think I tried calling full one body up. shampoo. Yeah, I tried calling one up. Like, what's a body shampoo? They're like. You're just going to have to come down here and find out. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's more of an experience than a narrative. So, <laughs> I still look for body shampoo ever out there every once in a while. Well, uh, now this massage parlor was actually located in a shopping mall that we're all very familiar with. I used to work uh, just across the street from it. Uh, mm-hmm. I visited some of the stores there, many to many of the stores. There's an outback there. There's a Taco Bell and stuff. Oh, is that there? Yeah. That's right. right As a teenager, Magic. we used to uh, frequent that place all the time. And then who knew that uh, a little bit later would be a, uh, you know, a massage parlor that a billionaire would visit and then get arrested for attending. Wait, wait, could we call it a, a whacking hut? <laughs> we could. There actually is, hut. and there is a whacking hut yeah. in, in gardens. Yeah. Well, this wow. one's in Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, remember that uh, Robert Kraft, in fact, is worth billions and billions of dollars. Uh, and despite his denials, apparently the t- police have video uh, of him uh, receiving sexual acts uh, from women at the massage parlor. I mean, you have... It's hundreds. great the police had to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> they did. I mean, but you have hundreds of millions of dollars, right? And you no billions, billions, billions of dollars, mm-hmm. and you pay eighty bucks for a hand job. I mean, you can afford a call girl. You know what a call girl is, right? No. It's like a hooker, yeah. but someone would notice if you killed her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, he could go and throw down ten, fifteen thousand uh, dollars if he, you know, without even thinking about it, uh, and get. You know, someone who is consental, you know, consensual uh, to come over and, and take care of that. But, you know, you go to these massage parlors. The fact is, is a lot of these are uh, just shelters for, uh, you know, uh, you know, for slaves. Uh, there's your slavery connection, Ryan, uh, who are brought in. They're brought into the country. Dan, I actually had some thoughts on that. What? You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I've spoken with and overheard too many people say, oh, well, Robert Kraft just got a handjob. Allegedly, it's no big deal. Wrong, taint breath. It's a pretty big fucking deal. Not because of the act itself. Everyone who knows me knows that I love a good hand jibber. That's one of the reasons I was with my ex for so long, but I digress. What makes it a big fucking deal is the fact that he was supporting an establishment that was involved with human fucking trafficking. Yeah, it's the 21st century and I guess slavery is still a fucking thing. These women, most who are originally from China, were told that they could come to the U.S. and have a job lined up for them. Yeah, there were plenty of jobs, but they weren't fucking web design or software coding jobs. 
and the hardware they had to work with was mostly wrinkled and flaccid. Instead of the freedom they were de so desperately seeking that they would leave family and friends behind for, they instead were forced to work as sex slaves in a foreign land where they don't even speak enough of the language to seek help. So yeah, Bobby Kraft, you're a piece of shit for going in there to get your old man balls fondled. Allegedly. But that's not even the purpose of this rant. Mm. Yeah, oh, I'm taking a stand against slavery, so brave. No, here's the point of the rant. Legalize sex work, bitches. It's not called the world's oldest profession for nothing. If we don't have the sovereignty over our own bodies to exchange sexual favors for goods and services or cold hard cash, then how free are we really? I know some people will say, hey, no, it's immoral. Newsflash, splooge for brains. Your morality is a farce based upon a set of religious rules that don't apply to a secular society like the one we enjoy in the United States of titty-fucking-America. You think prostitution is wrong? Then don't fuck a stranger for money, genius. But you don't get to say to others that they can't do this because your religion doesn't allow it. My religion states that light beer is a blasphemy. Heresy, even. But I don't go around telling people they shouldn't drink light beer. I silently judge them for it, but I don't try to force them to stop. And if sex, were, if sex work was legal, it would free up law enforcement resources to go after the truly heinous underbelly of the sex trade. The human traffickers who exploit children and other vulnerable members of society. As long as both parties can consent to the act, a pay-for-play situation would probably be the most honest relationship that most of us will have ever had. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. Well, Ryan, you know, everyone knows our feelings on the New England Patriots uh, and our are really our feelings about craft as well. Like, you, yeah, you'd think, oh, how can it get any worse? Oh, human trafficking. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only yeah. way it could get worse. Not uh, only are they the cheating assholes of the NFL, uh, but the owner supports human trafficking. So uh, to allegedly. that I say. Yeah, allegedly. So to that I say. You are who are the ball lickers. That's right. That's how we feel about them. So uh, thank you, Ryan, for getting that off your chest. I know uh, that was uh, that was a subject you have a lot of feelings about. That and I had to redeem myself for last uh, episode's rant, which was <laughs> not great. It was great. It was, it was fine. It was you fine. It was know, very meta clever. You know, it's uh, you have to fucking put some shit out there every once in a while. To, to really see like how good the good ones are, you know, if I kept right. hitting it out of the park week after week after week, like I usually do, then it's less oh. special, you know? Oh, I was just going to ask when the good ones start, but I guess I was, I was Dan, base, I will so. fucking slap you in your tits when I see you. So if you've got a comment uh, for uh, <laughs> either one of the angry Masons or uh, the OG PDP, you can leave a comment on facebook.com slash angry Masons. You can reach us directly angry Masons at catlover.com. Yeah. Uh, find us on Twitter at angry Masons, download new episodes on soundcloud.com slash angry Masons. You can catch us on Spotify, tune in radio and iTunes. And please, Review us on iTunes, both listeners. We need those. Uh, we need those positive reviews to uh, bring some more people in to discover the amazingness of our mission from the unicorn. I don't want to see that unicorn again, please. I don't. I'm still traumatized uh, from the violence that happened that night. Oh my god, that guy's back breaking. I can never, can never get that out of my head. Poor Johnny One Nut. Oh, yeah. Johnny One Nut, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> we did. 
We love you, Johnny. We and love with that, you. We're going to get out of here. So thanks, everybody. Thank you, PDP, for being here. Uh, and we'll see everybody next week. See you. Peace.